Hey everybody and welcome to Bamcast Extra, episode 10, double digits, Woo. that means we've made it, have we? Yes, we're famous now. Uh, so you don't even need to know, but I'm Chuck. And I'm Harlow. And uh, we're back again, because double digits means we have to come back. And, yeah. <laughs> so we're, uh, we're doing all the Amityville horror movies, and it was time for the third installment of the Amityville horror not related franchise. Mm-hmm. So we decided to do Amityville 3D. Yeah, we did. It's in 3D, y'all. Yeah. Which is how we watched it in 3D. Yep. For the 3D. first time. 3D. Some audio, audio. <laughs> you know, 3D. Some 3D audio there. Yeah. Hope that comes yeah. through. Dolby Atmos mm-hmm. is required to get the full experience of the Bamcast extra. Yes. <laughs> so, um, yeah, 1983. Uh, D. Re- <laughs> <laughs> yep. 1983 D. All the marketing. Uh, so this is this is a year after the last one. Uh-huh. They just decided, hey, let's let's just crank out another one. And 3D was really 82, 83 was just well, the three most famous ones of that period were uh-huh. all 1983. Yep, Friday the 13th, Jaws, and this. Yep, 1983 D was in effect. Yes, it was, and then it died. <laughs> it immediately died until 2013. No, yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah, uh, I don't know. But um, yeah, so this movie, hmm. It, uh, hmm. <laughs> so I'm going to need a little bit more to go on then. Uh, okay. Well, I guess we could describe it a little more, but first we should point out that there's a disclaimer on this film. It's on the poster. It's on the end of the credits, uh, where basically they want you to know that this is not connected to the Amityville horror uh-huh. or the ha- Amityville to the possession. Okay. So get ready to be confused as fuck as to where this exactly f- ties into everything. Okay. Um, I think the house really ties the room together. Yes. So this one begins. People roll up to the Amityville house. Mm-hmm. Same Amityville house you've been seeing all this time. Yep. Oh, it, the lights come on and I'm like, ooh, the house is welcoming them. Uh-huh. Nah, there's some people there. People are welcoming them. Yeah, there's people there. There's people just hanging out in the Amityville house. Um, and we're led into what's going to be a seance. Yes. And our star, Tony Roberts, mm-hmm. from every... Woody Allen film until suddenly Woody Allen said, fuck you. You're not going to be in any movie I make. Okay. Uh, and his special lady friend, colleague, I guess, mm-hmm. Candy Clark. Famous Candy Clark actress who has been in a million movies. Sure. Eh. <laughs> <laughs> has Gave herself a porn name. That's why. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They kept hiring her. Through, wow. This porn star is really good, you guys. <laughs> so they come in and they sit down and there's an old couple and the old lady just goes through some weird spooky bullshit and mm-hmm. moans a lot like yeah they're, uncomfortably they're, their pretense for being there is supposedly they're a couple who has lost their son and they're trying to mm-hmm. communicate to him yep so lady finds the the son in the spookiness and starts conveying a story and then she's just like well your son moved on went into the light all's good well, no, she says he's he's been consumed by the fire right but then then she says he's he he He's passed on through the light. He's he's gone. But that's when spooky green glowing orb starts flying through the room. Mm-hmm. I don't quite understand the scam. Like why it seems like the scam is, you know, tell them what they want to hear and send them on their way, make them feel better. But this scam seems to be tell them what they want to hear and then spooky things. 
I suppose. Um, but eventually, Candy Clark's like, when when the spooky green orb starts flying through the room, she grabs a camera out of nowhere. I don't know where it was, but From out of nowhere. <laughs> and just starts taking pictures, which reveals that the the glowing orb is just on a string with a guy in a black leotard running through the room. Uh-huh. <laughs> and you know, it just becomes, hey, what's the meaning of this? And Tony Roberts is like, ah, we work for Reveal Magazine, and we bust people like you. Yeah, we bust <laughs> ghost busters. No. It's really just the to catch a predator of their time, sure. except ghosts. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Instead of, you know, child rapists. But, um, yeah, so they're just, you know, and the old couple's just indignant. Like, the old lady is still going through the motions, and the old man's just like, shut up. And then he's like, how dare you? You don't have, you know, jurisdiction, blah, blah, blah. You're trespassing. Get out of here. And he's like, no, I thought of all that. And random people come in who (laughs) take care of all of his claims. Here's Professor Science. And (laughs) And here's the district attorney who's going to prosecute you for ghost crimes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so um, all all the, the not lying people come in and they're just like, yeah, cool. We busted them. Boy, this house sure is spooky, isn't it? And then the power goes out. And so they were going to go down to the basement. They were like, hey, let's go check out their master control area and see their spooky setup. Power goes out, and they're like, eh. They'll come back tomorrow. We'll come back tomorrow. So they do. Mm-hmm. They come back tomorrow. Yeah, then the uh, now the owner of the property is yes. there. Yes, And they kind of more or less accuse him of being part of it. They kind of do, well, yeah. For, but first, he, uh, like they're, <laughs> they're walking around, and they, uh, they go down in their control room for all of this spooky shenanigans. Which is a table. Uh-huh. And... <laughs> Lots of radio equipment and mm-hmm. more ghost sun strings and stuff. Yeah. And the, the the property owner is a rather large fellow, and he's standing on... We find out it's just he's standing on some plywood that's covering up an old well, or mm-hmm. as they describe it, the gateway to hell. Yes. But yeah, he almost falls to his death. Mm-hmm. They pull him out. And then pretty much start accusing him of being a part of it. Yeah. He's like, you, you, no, I yeah. was just renting the place. I had no idea. You have no proof. Right. Now, I'll be ruined if you... <laughs> <laughs> right, my reputation. I can't be tied into these ghost shenanigans. So um, he kind of... They go outside and he just is kind of whining to Tony Roberts about how, you know, he can't sell the house. Um, which, by the way, like up up until this point, they have mentioned the murders. Mm-hmm. Like someone has mentioned, well, this house is spooky because of the murders, but that's all they mentioned. Right. Um, but then Tony Roberts is like, yeah, I could buy your house from you. And <laughs> <laughs> and and the guy's like, really? Okay. And so Tony Roberts buys the house. Uh-huh. And he goes to see his ex-wife and is just like, I'm going to take my shit and move it to my own house now. And she's like, you can't. Ah, wet blanketing him. <laughs> How dare you leave <laughs> yeah. me again? You just can't come back here and leave. And it's like, yeah, we divorced. It's like. I'm going to take my keyboard and go. <laughs> yeah, he packs like two books and his giant keyboard. Um, and then we're introduced to his daughter, Lori Laughlin. Mm-hmm. Um, she's there. <laughs> she is. <laughs> she's like, oh, dad's here. Mm-hmm. Great. This is not confusing at all. <laughs> Thanks for coming back and breaking up the family again <laughs> by taking your books and your keyboard. Um, but yeah, the so he goes back to meet the real estate dude. But the real estate dude's gotten there first. And he goes in, hears noises. Yeah, spooky footsteps. Goes upstairs to the room that has, you know, the the eye windows in it. Right. And gets attacked by 3D flies. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Which really, he's only attacked by one fly for a while. (laughs) (laughs) Which is really stupid looking. 
It's just someone dangling a fly on a wire in front of his face. He's swatting at it. And uh, eventually just they glue a million raisins to his face. And <laughs> you see what happens, kid? Yep. You don't want to go in there. You'll get raisins on your face. Yes. So Tony Roberts shows up and he hears like a dude gasping. And he's like, hello? <laughs> Walks upstairs and yeah, the real estate dude dies. No flies on him this time, but mm-hmm. just strokes out or whatever. Yeah. Meanwhile, Candy Clark's character is developing some film. Mm-hmm. And every picture she has of the real estate guy, he's got a weird blurry face. Like he looks kind of like Leatherface. Yeah. Possibly covered with flies. Mm-hmm. Only his face. Yeah. Only his face. And she's like, well, this is weird. Yeah. And I think she showed Tony Roberts too. She does eventually. She shows yeah. everybody. Yeah. Um, but eventually takes it to Professor, Professor Science. Because. <laughs> Man, Professor Science, I, I don't... He gets around. like He knows everybody somewhere. Everybody knows him somehow. If you need any science, he's general science. He's like he's just like... Oh, no, he's not in the military. He's not military science. No, no, no. I didn't mean he was in... No, oh. I, I meant like if just a general... Like a bucket full of science. Oh, okay. I thought like, he held a rank. And, he, no, no. He does. It's Professor. <laughs> yeah. He's, yes. He's got a tenure in science. <laughs> okay. But he's got a lab, and it's one of those labs where you just do whatever the fuck... Like, I'm just going to do this, mm-hmm. where it's just like, I'm going to put this lady in a sensory deprivation tank. And we'll no, see not what really. It's like a sensory deprivation room. Yeah, with like six dudes standing around. All right. All right. So <laughs> I, want, I want to speak on this for a second, because the shot is, is like you're watching him and I think Tony Roberts talk Yeah. Um, through a glass, like a one-way mirror type thing. Actually, I think this comes later. I think this is when the oh, wife is, is in there. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. Okay. So that's another thing is the ex-wife goes, mm-hmm. no? No, she she goes later. Later, she, yeah. So the Candy Clark goes and is like, "Look, I have weird film." Mm-hmm. And he's like, "Yeah, that is weird. That's huh? weird. Oh, well, probably something wrong with and, the camera." And he, this is like right away he starts in the old like, "Well, you know, reality yeah. should be in air quotes." Yeah, and yada yada yada, and I don't know science. Mm-hmm. Science, yeah, might be an explanation. I don't know. He does that a lot too. He's yeah. just like, "Eh, it could go either way." Well, yeah. see you around. <laughs> yeah. It's like, wait, science man, aren't you supposed to be looking for answers? Can you do some science? <laughs> no. Um, but yeah, so Tony Roberts is nonplussed. He's like, "Whatever, dude was unhealthy. He died of a heart attack or stroke or something. What are you gonna well, do?" He is. I mean, he literally is the ultimate skeptic. On, it. I mean, that's sure. his job. Right. He works for this magazine where it's just like debunk everything. Right. Um, Although not helping his case is that the ghost never fucks with him. Right. Except one time. Like, the rest of the time is just like, that's oh, happening to everyone else. You're all crazy. Yeah. Um, he has Candy Clark meet him. At, he's like, well, meet me at my house around six and we'll we'll work. Right. Um, so she goes there. Something. Oh, he, he has uh, weird stuff happen with the elevator. That's what stops him from getting there in time. Right. There's a fly that attacks him in the elevator. Right. <laughs> and then the elevator... Stops on the second floor, won't open. It, it speeds up to the top, which mm-hmm. presses him comically to the floor. Yes. Because a lot of this movie is people having to like pantomime stuff, and right. they, they all do it in the most grandiose way. Like, yeah. like they're playing for the back row of the theater, <laughs> kind of acting, And but it's on film, and no one said, hey, this is on film. You know, yeah. we capture all this. You don't have to be quite so big. Yep. Um, but yeah, he does the pin to the floor, and then it gets to the top and then drops, and so he is propelled to the <laughs> ceiling of Push the, him up yeah. into the ceiling tile. Um, but yeah, so that's what delays him from getting there. And she she gets to the house, mm-hmm. um, and imme- is immediately like weirded out. Like she hears some noises, and she's just like, "Hello, hello." She does not go far into the house before she decides I'm leaving. Tries to get out and can't. Right. And this proceeds to have her wander around the house trying to find a door or window. And, she, that and will she's open. calling out for um, what was Dolores. her name? Dolores. Yeah, yeah. The um, 
he housekeeper. Did, well, we didn't know that. He's just like, hey, Dolores should let you in. And you're like, is that Lori Laughlin's character? Yeah, like, like, I don't know. Yeah, but no, apparently in the, the 12 hours since he bought the house from the dead real estate agent, he hired a housekeeper. Sure. Uh, but yeah, he's, he's she's calling out for her and it's just getting more and more weirded out and keeps trying other doors and they're all locked. Mm-hmm. And the noise keeps getting louder and louder. And finally, I don't know why she's freaked out about going behind this one door. Yep. Um, fly, you know, pulls the door open really quick and there's... Well, we find out it's Dolores standing there with like a giant, like a police flashlight, like one of those like three foot long flashlights. Yeah, that holds 12 D cell batteries. Right. In it. And she's like about to brain her with that. And she's like, oh, Dolores, hey, ha 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 ha. No, no, th- no, this is even better than that because they both alternately scream back and forth like eight times mm-hmm. and then sh- you know, shout like, he's not here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know. <laughs> what are you doing here? They just keep shouting and screaming back and forth to each other. And then the scene just stops. So you're like, well, that was awkward. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Baxter, no here. <laughs> okay, ma'am. Um, yeah, so... But, the, 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 like, <laughs> we cut to him. I think this is when we, he, we see his, like, elevator mishaps. Yeah. But we cut back to Dolores and Candy Clark's character. And, and <laughs> like, they're now just all calm and everything. Mm-hmm. And Dolores is like, I gotta go. Yeah. And she's like, D- do, do you have to? She's like, yep, gotta go. <laughs> sure do. <laughs> And boom, we never see her again. Right. <laughs> like she leaves and never comes back. And then she like this is another one is like there's so many dumb scenes in this movie where people just act really ridiculously because she does this thing like as she's every time Dolores when like when Dolores opens the door, like cold air just comes blasting through it. Mm-hmm. And then she goes over to check the door to like make sure she can still get out. Yes. Opens it and is like <laughs> when the door when the door and then she shuts the door and then opens it again and goes <laughs> she does it like three times and then finally like just stay open door yeah. yeah um the one thing dolores did tell her before she left was to uh be aware that everything in the house electricity wise is flaky right and to you know check on the fuse box if something goes out so she immediately goes over to the thermostat it's like well it's chilly in here let me let me turn it up thermostat just sparks and mm-hmm. kills all the power in the house and she's like oh great yeah so she like lot, like a lot of shots in this movie, she takes a real long time going down the stairs, mm-hmm. gets down to the bottom, like you know, shines the flashlight at everything in the basement, including the the gateway to hell. But us also, the oh, only right. reason this flashlight is so long is so they could shove it straight in the camera. Yeah, that's that's the other thing between her and Professor Science. Like <laughs> they keep doing things like Professor Science, like when the, when when the um. When the lights first go out the, the first night, he's like, hold on, and reaches into his coat and pulls out a lighter, and then at full arm length towards the camera goes, flick! Yep. <laughs> and it's just holding it like, you know, like, ooh, lighter yeah. in your face. And there's this, there's a shot when uh, she comes to him with the pictures and he's checking out the camera where mm-hmm. he picks up the camera and is just full yep. arm's length out at the camera and then pulls it back like... Seems okay to me. Yeah. <laughs> it's <just> like, so <laughs> his like his whole character is just in this movie to shove things at the audience, right? But yeah, so she's flashlighting us and everything. And she, in the basement. she is six feet away from the fuse box, like yeah. flashlight on it, and is just kind of like, "Fuck this shit, mm-hmm. I'm out." Yep. And goes upstairs, slams the door behind her, and then the house is kind of like, "Fuck you, lady, you're <laughs> supposed to come down here." Yeah. Um, because she gets like just barely around the corner, and the door flies open, and. I, I don't know, like Asgard's winds blow or something. It's just like it's yeah. this f- otherworldly cold force that just pins her up against the wall, mm-hmm. more or less freezing her because, yes, I mean, the trivia says it was actually wax that was being blown on her, but it's like she's just being coated mm-hmm. with, you know, frost, essentially, because yeah. that's another thing. This is, the house keeps showing you shots of windows and mirrors and stuff that will just suddenly frost up like very quickly. 
yeah, which, the day after tomorrow is happening inside this yeah, house. I, I guess they were going for, you know, I don't I don't know if ghost hunting had, had where ghost hunting had progressed if they were like, yeah, when ghosts are around, they they, they make the temperature drop. So mm-hmm. I guess that's what they were they're like. It's the temperature drops so much. It's just suddenly frosting things. Yeah. <laughs> like, a, like a cake. <laughs> <laughs> that's the Pillsbury dough ghost. Yeah. Um, and so Tony Roberts comes home and he's like. Why is the power out? And he goes in. Oh, no, no, no. He flips the switch on. No, like, but I mean, like outside, he's oh, like, yeah. you can see him like, doom de dum. You know, it's like, oh, the power's out. Maybe I should walk a little faster. And he gets inside, flips the switch and just looks down the hall and sees her legs sticking out from behind a door. And she's just wailing. She's just. Ah! And he walks over. He's like, uh, what's wrong? And she's like, no, get away from me. Don't touch me. Blah! And she r- just full sprint out of this house. And he's like, what's happening? <laughs> Which is kind of like if she had this much control over her body to do this, the fuck didn't she leave before? <laughs> I know. Like, I mean, I fully expected us to come back and she would be a, a popsicle. Yeah, that's like, what I figured. Wall, like, you know, that was yeah. going to be it for her. Um, no, she I wanted just... him to explain that one away. Of like, oh, it must be spontaneous human frozenness. <laughs> <laughs> might have been a draft yeah <laughs> <laughs> old houses you know they're drafty yeah so she just books the fuck out and he's just standing in the drive in the driveway watching her leave like huh mm-hmm. <laughs> women am i right <laughs> but uh he like goes to see her in the in the magazine library right and he's like so you want to talk about it yet and she's like no yeah she's like <laughs> i was there and things and i don't know i'm never going back in the house yeah she like starts to explain it and then she's just like no yeah but he's like, come on, you yeah. know how this works. Yeah. It's we're, a spooky we're sci- house. We're and, science reporters yeah. and, you know, we're partners. Yeah. He's just like, you know, spooky places make people think things and that's what you're doing. You're thinking things. Stop it. And she's like, I'm not going back there and get away from me. <laughs> I don't want anything to do with you. Um, so now, this is where the, the leap of logic really comes in, because okay. like we we've only seen ex-wife. One time, yes, in the beginning, yes. like complaining that he's leaving from their divorce, right? Because I guess he was still living with her despite their divorce. Is I what guess. it seemed like. Yeah, I guess so. Um, so this was like I'm moving out finally. Yeah, uh, maybe it's very weird because like usually you you move apart and then get the divorce. But anyway, mm-hmm. um, she is suddenly with Professor Science now. Yeah, and it's like how how do they know each other? And she's basically like, you heard what happened to Melanie, right? I don't want my daughter going over there. Yeah. And you, you got to explain this. Yeah. And they're talking about it. And that's when, yeah. this is when we get the, we, the explanation of the sensory deprivation room. Yep. Because we're watching this shot through a, a, like a one-way mirror. Or, mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't even think it's that. Cause like, that's just a mirror. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, just, a it's just a window. Yeah. And and like, because it's 3D, this girl sits up, bolts up right in, in, like right in front of the camera and just starts screaming at the top of her lungs. Mm-hmm. And he's like getting on the intercom, like, all right, that's it. That's it. You know, get her out of there. And, he explains that this is like a sensory sensory deprivation room. She's got headphones on, something over her eyes, mm-hmm. and it, and he's like, she can't smell or see or feel. It's like, what's stopping her from doing that? There's other people in the room. She should be able to smell something. Yeah, she had headphones and and a blindfold on, but like the I, six dudes walking around with clipboards around her should have given off some sort of scent, right? <laughs> Especially when you have no other you know senses. Like, yeah, an hour in, she'd be like, I can smell what you had for dinner last yeah, night. I, yeah. <laughs> using dial again today. Yeah. Huh? All right. <laughs> Yeah, so they explain this whole process for a while. Yeah, um, and it means fuck all, nope. because it never comes back up again. <laughs> no, it doesn't. It's just like, hey, in case you didn't see, what was that? Uh, um, fuck's the William Hurt movie. Altered States. Yeah, if you hadn't seen Altered States, which I think was right around the same time. It's a like, couple years earlier. Yeah, yeah, here's this thing. <clears throat> yeah. We, we reference it for some reason. Um, anyway, so like yeah. that's all dumb. And also, 
I should, we should point out that like he he took the keyboard, he took it with him to the house because it was like that was the only thing he was carrying. And then it never comes back again either. Nope. It's just like they spend time on these dumb little things that mean nothing. Yeah. Absolutely nothing throughout the rest of the entire movie. Yeah. Because the sensory deprivation means nothing. It's like, because I'm going to skip ahead around. We skip around in the movie sometimes. Like, you think maybe it's going to come up because whatever. I, it, I, we can't spoil these things because we're covering the whole right. fucking movie. But right. there's another dumb thing that happens later mm-hmm. where... um. We're skipping. It's skipping so much, but like Lori Loughlin's best friend is Meg Ryan. Yes, she's in this movie. Yes, and they keep skipping school to go over to the house to fuck around with you know the creepiness of the house. Like first time, it's just like, oh, let's. I dare you to go down to the basement. Let's go look inside the thing. Mm -hmm. And then next time, it's like, hey, let's take some boys there and like (laughs) and have a seance. Have a seance with like you know a weird like not quite Ouija board, but like you know a glass with letters on the floor. Uh Anyway, and then they're just like. They have weird shenanigans. They're asking a question, and then the glass flies across the room. So they're like, whatever, let's go do other things, which is throw frisbees right at the camera, and like, let's just go take this boat that's sitting there. Yeah, let's anyway, steal this boat. Lori Laughlin falls out of the boat and drowns. Uh-huh. And right about the time, so like, we see the boat whipping around. In, in, <laughs> yes, we do. We see this boat rip, whipping around out there in the water as the mother drives up to go into the house. Mm-hmm. And she's standing in the house, like, calling out for everybody. And Lori Laughlin walks in soaking wet. Yeah. And just kind of like smiles at her and turns it around and walks upstairs. Mm-hmm. And so like it's ghost Lori Laughlin because like they're dragging her back, her lifeless body back to the shore right now. Yeah. And there's this whole thing. So like the mother sees this and is 100% convinced that her real daughter out there is not the real daughter that she saw her and she can talk to her. So you think maybe the sensory deprivation, like they're going to be like, oh, we have to put her in here and she'll go to like a higher she can go and of existence. find her daughter and right. bring no, her back. Not, no. not even in the slightest. Nope. So I just covered a large chunk of the movie in like a couple minutes here. But, nice job. Uh, <laughs> so I wish the movie had done that. Yeah. I was just like, so like, that's pretty much what happens because mm-hmm. like, you know, we watch a lot of her daughter, but like straight up when Lori Laughlin drowns and we see her ghost version, that's it. She never comes back from the, for the movie She's ever. She's dead. She is dead. Yes. 100%. You keep thinking there's going to be something about this to where they get her out. Right. Uh, even like pull her out of that portal. Mm-hmm. Um, and it doesn't happen. No. It's... Because um, like, all right. So that's right. Okay. So jumping back to where we were. Right. Um, this is right around the time I, I believe Melanie dies because yeah. she's driving. Um, there's a fly in the car. Mm-hmm. The ghost takes the <laughs> ghost takes the wheel. <laughs> right. And, you know, kind of does the same thing that they did to Rod Steiger in the first one, which is just take control of the entire car uh, to which she slams into a truck mm-hmm. with a pole sticking out of it. You know, Final Destination style. The pole just shoots right at us. Right. Which is probably I would say this is probably one of the best effects in it because it's nice and sharp and, mm-hmm. you know, looks like it's coming right at you. Um, and she's like, wow, who luckily I I didn't get stabbed by that thing. Yep. Uh, and then. Okay. Oh, I know why that's happening because like she's she's further investigated the pictures. Mm-hmm. She's used a gigantic, ridiculous Inspector Clouseau magnifying glass, and in looking at the area around where uh, the real estate agent's face was all fucked up, she's scanning and scanning, and then clear as day, there's a giant demon face, just like hi, <laughs> and she's like, oh shit, I have to go show these to Professor Science. Mm-hmm. So 
so she's crashed and she's like, oh, thank God. Um, then random bits of the car start catching on fire, including the briefcase that's holding the pictures in it. Right. And then she just burns to a crisp inside. Basically, yeah. And like she's screaming crazy. It's <clears throat> like, it's again, it's like acting for the last row in the theater. Yeah. But like she like first, like part of her legs catching on fire and then it's her arm and then she's just flailing in the car and then like she's trying to get out. She doesn't try that much to get out. It's Not like, really. You know, like they don't really make a point of like, hey, I'm trying the door and it won't open because ghosts. Yeah. But, you know, she just kind of like at one point she faces forward in the car, like looking out the front window. It just screams bloody murder. Mm -hmm. It's like, who are who or what are you yelling at right now? Yeah. But anyway, then a hippie dude drives by in a van, gets out, uh, goes to check on the car. The Mm -hmm. car itself is not on fire. Nothing in the car is on fire. You just see a lot of smoke inside. Mm -hmm. So he opens the door. Skeleton inside (laughs) comically reaches out towards guy and then slowly but surely, everything starts catching on fire to which the dude is just like, well, this is odd. Yeah. He's not like freaking out at all that a car is catching on fire. Like if I see a car on fire, my instinct is get the fuck away because it's going to blow up. I've seen movies. Sure. Yeah. Um, but he's just like, well, that's that's a thing. <laughs> I've right, seen some right. shit. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Um, so, yeah, she's dead. <sighs> yeah. It, it, meaningless. Like. No point to her character. And, 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 and Tony Roberts doesn't even seem to care. He's just like, yeah, well, you know, whatever. My partner, yeah. friend, whatever. Just yeah. Burnt Chris, whatever. The, so this like, pretty much. Because like he doesn't see like he barely cares when his daughter dies. I mean, we already talked about it, but like yeah. he definitely seems just like eh, whatever, you know, shit happens. Like, right. Yeah. So, at some point after this is like, then it becomes like the only time that the ghosts ever fuck with Tony Roberts, which is that. Um, Besides the elevator. Yeah. Which really just slowed him down. Yeah. Um, which is just he's in the house working, typing or whatever, hears a noise and goes to investigate and he goes up and it's a shower running or a sink. It's a sink. Yeah, like it's not, it's like so hot that it's just spraying steam. Yeah. And, you know, he eventually gets it off. Yeah, but he's like he's like twisting the thing. But like there's a there's an effect happening in the background <sighs> that, that, that he never even sees because like it's it's kind of like, hey, let's do this. For movie, but he never sees and reacts. He's you know he's busy like trying to turn the the, the shut off valve uh-huh. under the sink off, mm-hmm. and the room is slowly sinking in on him. Like the walls are moving forward. Yeah, but he never sees it. It never comes in contact with him. It never affects anything. Right. He turns off the water and is just like, all right, huh? I guess I'll go take a nap because he also has a nap. He has a dream where he wakes up screaming from something crazy. I don't remember exactly he, what happened. Well, this was after the the daughter died. Um, he wakes up because he goes downstairs. Oh, that's right. He, he and his wife were like sitting there looking at the, yeah. there was like a hot tub now in the portal to hell. Right. And there's a body slowly rising up and it's like, oh, very slowly. Yeah. Like, oh, maybe Lori Laughlin's going to come out. And then all of a sudden it's just all like corpsified. Yeah. Maybe her, I don't Monster know. Monster witch thing. And it just grabs him and he wakes up. He wakes up. Yeah. But uh, yeah. So, but yes, the whole sequence with Lori Laughlin and her friends, like that happens. And you know, there's the shot where they're, they're doing like the the dumb like Last Supper thing where there's there's four of them and they're all sitting such that you wouldn't sit this way except for like there's a camera there. Mm-hmm. So they're only sitting in like a semicircle doing mm-hmm. this Ouija thing. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's just really dumb. And you're like, well, when's the glass going to come flying at the camera? Which, of course, it eventually does. Absolutely. Um, right after they're like, is someone here in danger? And it's like, <laughs> it spells like S-U-S and they're like, fuck it. Everything else in this movie is taking so long. Let's just cut it off. <laughs> you know, we mean Susan, right? You know, Lori Laughlin's character, right? Yeah. Um, and she's just like, this is not funny, guys. You're pushing it. And then the, she, like, they really seem to not really react. They're just like, 
Why'd you like Meg Ryan? <laughs> like the direction was like everyone talk over each other, and except for like Meg Ryan's the only one you can really kind of understand. Which mm-hmm. her line she was given is, "Hey Susan, why did you throw the glass across the room and make it break?" <laughs> right. Like she actually says it out like that. Like, <laughs> yeah, because the rest of her just kind of murmuring. Like, you pushed it. I didn't push it. You pushed it. You pushed the glass. Yes. And then it's just like you know, cut to something else, and then cut back, and they're just outside throwing the fucking frisbee around like yep. nothing happened. Right at us. Yeah. It's like oh, let's let's do this. Yeah, but, it's like let's take the boat. Mm. Yeah. So okay. So the whole thing with Lori Laughlin happens. She dies. Mm-hmm. Um, Again, Tony Roberts doesn't seem that concerned. Like his only like the only thing that's like a, a nod that maybe he's affected by this is he's sleeping on the couch next to a mostly drink bottle of, of liquor. Yeah. You know, other than that, it's like, all right, well. And yeah. that's, yeah, that's when he has the scary dream about the basement. He mm-hmm. wakes up, wanders into the kitchen to see his wife, ex-wife, who is ironing, but the kitchen is fucking destroyed. Yeah, like a la Amityville too. Yes. And he's just like, why'd you do this? And she was like, Susan did it. Yeah. She wants to be known that she's still here. Yeah. And, and I'm, I'm like, wait I'm, a minute. I'm ironing her favorite blouse. <laughs> yeah. Which is not a blouse at all. It's like a it's a shirt. flannel shirt. Yeah. But like, you're telling me that there was ghost shenanigans and you didn't even bother to film it. Like you just filmed the aftermath. What? Mm-hmm. Like up until this point, there has been very little anything happening. I mean, the reason yes. we've, it, it sounds like we've skipped stuff. We didn't. Mm-mm. There's nothing happening in this no. movie. Nothing at all. Um, yeah, yeah, so and, and she's in, basically in full-on catatonic mode too. She's just like, "See, this was her favorite shirt. Remember, yeah. we got it for her when she came back from the thing, and I was ironing it because maybe I don't know." Yeah, and she's like, "Susan's here now, so we have to be nice to her." And yeah, and basically at this point, you know, Tony Roberts is like, "I got to go see Professor Science." Yeah, he'll, like he'll know psychology. <laughs> yeah, like she's she might be crazy. What do you, what do you think, Doc? And he's like, "Well." she might not be crazy and here's what we could do we'll bring the science team the mystery team here together and uh you know if if we don't find anything then we can probably help convince her that she's wrong Mm -hmm. and if we do find something we can save her sanity yeah but he's his his reaction is like well we'll basically do a full court press we'll bring all the science all of it to your spooky house Mm -hmm. and i'm like why didn't you do that the second you heard that Tony Roberts bought this house? Mm-hmm. The house is a fucking gold mine. Mm-hmm. And you're friends. You're apparently friends with every person he knows. Go do the science first thing. But he's like, well, I do have one idea. <laughs> Maybe we can try the science. <laughs> so they bring, you know, like 20 science people and they all hook up all their science things. And they're out like in the yard with, you know... <laughs> dumb ray gun whatever detectors pointing them at us and it's just camera guys everywhere and boom mics which gets shoved in our face and and then some guy's got a tricorder thing like that po- <laughs> yeah. it's a little laser cannon like little laser pistol thing that he's just pointing around and it's going <laughs> like that point- right at us yeah yeah and then they're just like now we wait and for some reason they are they are watching the attic the bedroom, uh, Lori Laughlin's bedroom, where the wife is just sitting there, just sitting there. And that's where they've fixed the camera. They're like, OK, let's watch her and see what happens. And they wait and wait and wait. And then like the the mother lifts her head and they're mm-hmm. like, oh, shit, it's going down. <sighs> OK, so <laughs> glowing pink orb shows up and it's Lori Laughlin's voice. She's like, Mom, save me. Come to come to the place and get me. And. <laughs> We'll be together forever. Yay. Mm-hmm. So the mom starts following the pink glowing thing throughout the house. And everyone's like, oh, f- 
follow her go go do that and tony roberts is like i'm putting a stop to this and and science professor science is like no no just let it happen just follow him down to the basement let's see what happens so it's this long drawn out slow walking thing where they get to the basement and uh the well is full of water and the glowing orby thing is above it mm-hmm. and science man bends over the the well and it's like oh. yeah it's weird like he just took off and went down there before they got yeah they were walking down the stairs yeah and he's right there yeah he's like let's let's fucking do this let's science yeah, like he's about to go bobbing for apples <laughs> in the gateway to hell there yeah exactly um and then it's just like it it just starts chaos because well, like rubber monster thing comes up out of the water, grabs him, and like as he's being dragged down to hell or whatever. Well, before just, that, the the giant demon monster man who pops up out of the well blows fire in Science Man's face, which mm-hmm. burns half his face. To which he's like, "Ow!" And then he gets dragged down. Into right. But it. as he's being dragged down, he's like yelling up to Ghost Susan, "Like save yourself!" Yes. Yeah, we're away. like, "Oh, maybe she's still going to be alive." Yeah. Like if you can escape this this evil that you're in, just get out. Mm-hmm. Um. But no, it's just like the the. The two parents, you know, run upstairs and are like, fuck this shit, we're out. Yeah. And then it just becomes like Ghost Donnybrook with all the science kids because <laughs> the ghosts are just like, let's launch people through windows and shit. And the best one is there. there is a door that comes flying off at one point, like like a in, like an interior door, flies off its hinges, yep. hits this one science girl, like... In the face. Yeah. F- just fucking pancakes her and through a window. Not even like it's even worse than that. Like it's it's a standard like house window yeah. where, you know, like uh, like three quarters of the full wall. Yes. And so she gets hit with with this, but like her legs are still stuck. Yep. And so she's just like thrown backwards through the window with her legs stuck inside. And it's like, yep. is this a stunt that goes wrong? Or <laughs> did you just like that would look cool as shit if you did it like this? It does look cool as shit. Yeah. Like it is like. I think of all these movies that feels like the worst death, mm-hmm. and that's including Science Man who got dragged down to hell sure. through the hot tub. But then there's like, I mean, there's <laughs> weird stuff like like a like a wire spool, you know, like one of those big yeah. wooden wire spool. Type yeah, that thing's whipping all around the house. Like, I, well, why the fuck is it there? They needed all that cable. So run. the science people yeah. brought that. Okay. Yeah. Um, like one dude just flat out gets ghost defenestrated through a window. Just mm-hmm. ghost just picks this guy up and throws him. Yeah, the, one of them gets like I think it might be the same guy, but it's like um like the teeter totter catapulted. Yeah, or like something like he's standing on something and it just launches him on like the baseboard or yeah whatever. something like that. There's a, there's a, a good floorboard couch flying through the mm-hmm. through the room. It's like you know the ceiling is falling down on people and you know Tony Roberts just kind of has his wife like. I don't, there's nowhere really for us to go here. Mm-hmm. Um, He's trying doors and windows. They're all, you know, they will all won't open. So like he finds, I, I don't know. It's some kind of, I think it's a floor lamp. It is. And it's like got a funky big base and he's like cracking out a window with it while they're getting blasted with the cold again. Mm-hmm. Yes. And, um, oh yeah. Everyone like at this point you figure like all the science people are dead. Right. Cause it's only the two of them moving around and the entire house is like, okay, Arctic freeze. Right. Let's do this. So they're slow. Like she's just bundled up. I can't do anything. Right. And he is, you know, they've sprayed the, <laughs> the graying you're cold <laughs> in a movie <laughs> stuff all over him. And so he is just slowly trying to smash this lamp through this window, mm-hmm. um, which is also iced over because of cold. 
and eventually he does break through. Mm-hmm. And but right before there was a uh, there's a marlin like a swordfish on the wall, yeah. which of course has to be like it just starts wiggling and then comes off and comes flying like just past him and into the wall. That's actually makes that good noise. It does. It's a good effect too. You see it coming. You're like, oh, here we go. But yeah, they basically get outside and the house just starts imploding, exploding everything holy like holy shit <laughs> like it's like a 17 stage explosion of this house falling crumbling and you realize some of the science kids are alive because like they're kind of in the background <laughs> they're running away and, like and also oh, fuck everything <laughs> i again i don't know if tony roberts meant to do this but there's a point where maybe it was a stuntman if oh it was. right yeah like there was a point where like they're like okay we got out of the house let's dive down the hill because it's exploding and shit and like he takes this dive and just fucking like face plants yeah and goes over really awkwardly like <laughs> On top of her. Yeah. Like, <laughs> he kind of looks like, you know, if you threw, like, a, a horseshoe and it dug in feet first. Yeah. Like, except for it's his face. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he just got to... Yes. It, it's an awkward fall. Uh, <laughs> it's bad. So yeah. they're just outside while the house is exploding, and they're, everyone's just throwing burning embers and shit on them. Mm-hmm. Um, but, man, this thing goes up. Yeah. Like, I don't know if it's a model or not. I don't think they just blew up that house, but... It's a good-looking explosion. I mean, it really is. If you want to just say, fuck all, this is the end of the Amityville anything, right? they blow this house the fuck up. To which, after it's all done, they get up and brush themselves off and walk away. Mm-hmm. And the camera slowly goes up to the front door, pans over a little bit, into the wreckage. You see the, the well starts to catch on fire mm-hmm. freeze frame credits y- yeah the end mm-hmm. nothing fucking happens in this movie y- yep like i guarantee you the next day tony roberts will just be like well i didn't really like that house anyway like there's no i mean yeah their kid died mm-hmm. but i don't think any of these things are phasing him in any way whatsoever and i don't he, <laughs> I, I don't know. They got Professor Science killed. Yep. Half those science interns died. <laughs> they had bright futures and torturing people in their sensory deprivation <laughs> tank. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, man, this movie fucking sucks, man. It's just... The 3D can't save it. No. I'll say that right now. And it's filled with bullshit. Like, we oh, didn't yeah. mention... Like, when the, when the kids are in a diner sitting around talking right before they say hey let's go to the spooky house and have a seance like one kid just does the thing where he blows the paper straw wrapper off his straw right into the camera just like mm-hmm. real good dumb wave shit in the camera almost stuff and almost every shot has something in the foreground that's yeah. like kind of in your face yes like th- there's there's a point i think when it's when they're down in the I don't, I don't know i think it's when he's in his office like there's it's a shot it's up high and there's mm-hmm. like bullshit up in the rafters you know mm-hmm. like just like in your face and then there's this when he's going to see um uh candy clark's character he's like going through like the card catalog area of, of the library inside mm-hmm. their magazine and it's just like it's a real slow like pan like oh look there's things on the side yeah. and look how narrow this is and yeah ooh. the yeah. opening credits are real good too mm-hmm. just big ridiculous amityville logo flying out at you with big 3d right behind it yep but that dumb shit is really the only worthwhile thing in this. Yeah, this is it's pretty bad. Storytelling is garbage. Um, it's just there's they just they don't even do ghost shenanigans well at all because 
I can't, there are so many scenes of just spooky noise somewhere. Character takes 10 minutes to walk to the spooky noise. Something mostly insignificant will happen. Mm-hmm. And then everyone goes about their, ba- their business. It's... Yeah. I, I just... I don't know why this exists. And there's also countless number of shots of people pulling up to the house slowly. Holy God. <laughs> they established the fuck out of people arriving at this house. Yep. <laughs> so there's your drinking game. <laughs> <laughs> anytime someone pulls up to the house drink anytime something flies at you <laughs> oh you will be dead chug um so for consistency's sake i'm going to give this 3d bags <laughs> <laughs> um it's bad you know i mean the first the first film bad as it is at least has a story structure to it even though it doesn't end well it at no. least has things happening in it this doesn't there's no blood in the sink or the toilet or nothing. Nope. They double down on the flies, which is really that. By the way, that's how the movie ends. This weird, like purple robot flies. <laughs> yeah, it's like, is that Susan yeah. in fly form? Yeah. Like she, that's what, okay, whatever. Dead Indians are weird, man. <laughs> they, they do weird shit to you when you die in their house. Um, It's yeah, it's man. I thoroughly disappointed. Like the 3D can't even save it. Can't save it. Nope. No. Yeah, you took my joke about the 3D. Vest. Oh shit! I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it's all right. That's what I'm rating it as well. Okay. So, um, it's the only rating, really. It really is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is bad. Like just. Yeah. And like, like Jaws three is bad. Friday Thirteen three was bad. Yeah. But they were entertainingly bad, and yep. like the 3D was like funny. This one just felt like. Oh, good. You're doing another. Uh, yeah, that's another 3D gag. There's yep. another thing flying at the camera. Hooray. I mean, if there was literally if there was no 3D effects in this movie, it would literally be a nothing movie. Mm-hmm. Like there's nothing. It doesn't. I mean, I understand the weird legal wrang- wranglings that there were that they couldn't attach this to the other movies. Oh, and also, yeah, they they revert to unlike the second one, which yeah. was actually covering the the actual crime, yeah. the actual murders that really did happen. The only thing you can prove about any of the Amityville bullshit. Mm-hmm. Um they had to change the name, and this one went back to to, to DeFeo, yeah, the actual, the actual family. Name. Yeah, because that's like this long scene Meg Ryan has, has where she just wanders around the house and says, here's where the parents ate it, and here's where the kids died. Yep. Um, <sighs> boy. Mm-hmm. I, <laughs> it's, not, it's not good. <laughs> no, it is not. Um, watch two. Yeah, I mean, I still, I, I can't believe that I recommend that movie as strongly as I, strongly as I do. In comparison to one and three, man, two is really good. Mm-hmm. You know, it goes astray there in the last act, but man, they fucking go for it with the ghost stuff. This movie doesn't. Nope. And this is the time you've got 3D, man. Launch, launch all your kitchen shit all over the place. I'd watch, I mean, someone could make a 3D print of two. Mm-hmm. That would be the best thing ever. <laughs> There is one scene like during all the chaos at the end of this where they're just shoot. There's one dude who's just getting pelted with glass like glass. I don't know what it's coming out of, right. but glass is just pelting this guy. And the scene is like, I don't know, 20, 30 seconds of just 3D glass shooting at you. And there's some good bits when the ghosts decide to blow up all the monitors in the house where the, you know, the guts of the monitors are shooting out. I mean, it's yep. but ah, man, we're in for a. a <laughs> A horrible downward spiral from here on. <laughs> Great. That's encouraging. Yeah. But I'm interested to see how they get around the fact that the house fucking exploded at the end of this. 
someone comes along and builds another house that looks just like it. Maybe, like, hey, look at this land. Maybe this. the ghost could just reconstruct the house. Maybe. I mean, they still have $1,500 from two. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, no, from the first one. Oh, from the first one. Yeah, that's they, right. The yeah, catering that's money. Right. Yeah, the catering money. He stole his money. <sighs> <laughs> they should have bought some... But should have bought a better screenplay for this one with that fifteen hundred dollars. That would yes, it would have done them well, especially mm-hmm. considering the guy who wrote this never wrote anything before it or after. Yep, like don't even know who that guy is. <sighs> Unemployed. Yeah. So that's it for Amityville three D. Mm-hmm. Next week we're doing a twofer. Oh yeah, four and five, huh? Four and five, because as I recall, those are both even worse. Great. So might as well combine them together into so one. Oh, looking forward to the homework this week. One giant suck fest. <laughs> I think I'm just going to get them all done. I think I'm going to get them both done in one day. Just put the suffering behind me. Good idea. So we'll be back next week to uh, tell you about our suffering. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, hey, you know, guys, thanks for supporting the show on Patreon. We're happy to do this for you. If you're listening to the free version, hey, Go over to patreon.com slash Bamfcast. Um, hey, you, you could have been listening to this during October when it was semi-relevant. Yeah, you could have been, you could have gotten all spooky with us mm-hmm. during October. Now it's like November and who cares? Yeah. You're getting ready for Christmas. You just like give me that discount candy. Uh-huh. So <laughs> I like speaking to the future people. <laughs> it's fun. Yeah. You guys in November. <laughs> hey, how, hey, how did that election go? <laughs> yeah. Are we all right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, you know, it's only a dollar. Mm-hmm. Dollar gets you this. All our bonus content. Of course, that might be enough to buy all the food and the apocalyptic things that happen at the end of November. You yeah. never know. Yeah, I understand if you want to hang on to your dollar, but sure. if everything's okay, yeah. give us a dollar. <laughs> <laughs> give me some candy. So, yeah, thanks, guys. Really appreciate it. So uh, we'll be back next week with our horrible suffering through Amityville 4 and 5, which, I, you know. Maybe they don't. Maybe I'm wrong. I've been wrong before. I was wrong about three. Sure. <laughs> I thought three was going to be okay. So, uh, yeah, until then, I'm Chuck. And I'm Harlow. And this is Bamcast Extra. Out. It's the house on the hill. The house was loud.